<laughs> what do you think? <laughs> We're rolling now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's enough. What is up, y'all? <laughs> On the human beatbox, back at it again <laughs> with the cheesy intros. That's the best intro I've ever heard in my life. There you go. Thank you very much. Welcome <laughs> back to the Intrinsic Podcast, y'all. My name is Omar. And my name is Juan. And, uh, <laughs> and the reason for the uh, cheesy uh, beatboxing is today we are talking about parties. Let's party it up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> America needs to start partying again. We got to reopen. I agree. What is good, y'all? Um, yeah, let's kick it off. We want to start talking a little bit about some partying, you know? The thing that you look forward to on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, recover Sunday, sometimes recover Mondays too, and then, you know, go through your whole routine again, get back to work, and then get back to the weekend and have some fun again. That's true. But what about partying is so exciting to us? (laughs) What is it about partying? (laughs) Honestly, that's a good question. What is it about partying that, at least for young people, right? We're still young, right? Yeah, we're still young. I think so. I don't see any wrinkles on you yet. Any white hairs? <laughs> what is it about partying that us young people enjoy so much, right? So we're talking about raves, house parties, clubs, right? Bars. Bars. I guess you can technically think about um, wine tasting. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if those are really parties. That would just be more like day drinking type of thing. That's like the uh, appetizer for the for the real yeah. <laughs> real party goers. Yeah, exactly. So probably we're thinking about more so raves, parties, and clubs type of thing. Why mm-hmm. do you think that is? I mean, you're someone who has enjoyed quite Not a few much. parties in, in in your day and age. So, you know, I think back in the day, I uh, used to look forward to the weekends or just any party in general. Because I was a minor, so it's like I wanted to do it that much more because it's not something I was allowed to do mm-hmm. or able to do. Um, as I got older and actually was of the legal drinking age, it was different where I was like the excitement had kind of left a little bit because it's like, okay, now I'm supposed to do this if I wanted to. There's nobody really restraining me. Um, so you so you partied when you were young, like pre like high school uh, or high I, school itself? Mo- mostly like around high school, yeah. That's crazy to me because yeah. honestly, when I was in high school, I didn't party at a, a lot and... Mm-hmm. I was always wondering, like, who's actually partying as a high schooler? Yeah, like, <laughs> who's out here actually going to house parties? I guess that shit? I guess that was you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I don't want to say like I was like the biggest like party goer, but I was very active in trying to go as many parties as possible, mm-hmm. um, especially when I was able to drive, right? Because then it's like, all right, if nobody else wants to go, fuck it, I'll go. You know, I don't need nobody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no DD. Yeah, Perfect decision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not a smart move on my part, but um. Yeah, I think it was just kind of cool because where we grew up in, like, we had a very small town, so it's like you would go to maybe the next town over, and it was, like, the coolest thing ever, even though it was basically just as boring and lame and probably less, <laughs> like, yeah, probably best, like, less likely to actually find, like, any alcohol there, you know? Right. Because um, that's kind of how, at least when you're younger, that's what the parties revolve around. If you have the connection for alcohol, right? If somebody's parents were, like, the cool parents – and they would like leave bottles of alcohol around, or if they would actually even go out of their way to buy the alcohol, right, for the quote unquote party, or maybe you had a younger but still old enough sibling, cousin, or just friend that could hook you up. And that was basically what everything revolved around. It was always drinking or probably other substances that I'm not aware of. But at the time it was mostly just drinking. Yeah. I'm I'm curious about that because I've I only started partying in, in college. So I have mm. no idea of like 
I mean, it's weird thinking about it now, like high school kids partying. Like, what what does that look like? I think it's pretty pathetic, to be honest. It's kind of <laughs> lame. It's like you think you're the shit. You think it's so cool. Uh, but but what's going on though? So like, is it just like a regular party? Like you just go in and you know people bring bottles, I guess, or you drink and you dance, or or is it something some weird? Not really any dancing. Mostly everybody just starts taking up their own corner of the household or the backyard. And everybody just has a bottle in the hand and they're just kind of looking at each other. It's kind of like a a drunk hangout. A drunk hangout and show off. Okay. That's basically what it turns into. Who's got the bottles? Who doesn't? Hmm. What is he wearing? What is she wearing? Oh, did he see who he was with? Did he see who she was with? And it'll basically form all of the drama and all the cheesemas that you'll be hearing about for like the next week. Yeah, fuck you guys. Because that (laughs) that was me. That was fucking me. You guys come in on Monday. Yeah, dude, did you hear this thing happen on that? And I'm just like, no, bitch, I'm not. I I wasn't there. I didn't hear that. Nobody invited me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at Omar over here. Hey, I never got any any invitations. I'm just saying. Hey, you're busy studying, dog. Hey, you could have shot a fucking invite, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just like a different vibe, I guess. Yeah. Um, but at that time, I realize it now. Obviously, I didn't know at the time. But that's when I realized who the really, really broken kids were. <laughs> because that was mostly the kids that were at the parties. Right. The kids who had issues significant enough that to the point where they felt like they had to self-medicate. You know, whether it was with alcohol or sometimes it was like weed too, you know. Right. I'm sure there was other things. I was just never aware of it. I wasn't really around that stuff. Um, that bug of sugar. Ooh, what? <laughs> that bug of sugar. M- Mocotes? What? <laughs> what is that? It's crack. Yeah. What? It's cocaine. Oh, 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 oh. You know? Oh, I got it now. Yeah. I got it now. Damn. See, that's that's how outside of the loop I am. I'm like, what? No, bro, I just got that from movies. I'm oh, okay. fucking, I don't even know. <laughs> what are you, like out of a 70s movie? Hey, you got that bug of sugar? <laughs> no, bro. Step Brothers or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we—I never really saw any of that stuff. I knew the parties I went to back in high school, but uh, yeah, like that's just where I started seeing like the really broken kids. And unfortunately, since we were minors and very young, it didn't take much alcohol for us to get shit faced. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's yeah, that's what I wonder about that. Like, how quickly does do those parties get out of hand? I think that's what made it so pathetic and lame. I mean, these are like either pre-puberty or going through puberty kids, uh, fucking riled up on fucking a single Corona with. With, like, maybe some salt and lime. Fuck, I can't like, even imagine that shit. Like, oh, my God, I'm so shit-faced right now. And then, like, drinking a second one and then puking in the backyard, you know? Like, <laughs> that's what made it so lame. It, it sounds hilarious, but I, I totally believe that. I mean, yeah. being that young and still, you're, like, your body developing, like, even something as weak as a corona is going to be, like, it's going to really fuck you up. Oh, it sucks, dude. And the thing is, and this is something that... From my transition from, like, high school parties to, like, you know, still trying to, like, party when I was older or still now, you know, um, it it hasn't, I I noticed this one one thing didn't change. It's always about the tolerance. Like, Mm -hmm. can you hang? Like, oh, look at him. Like, look at him. He's, like, already hella drunk, you know? And everybody would be kind of, like, degrading each other back at these high school parties. Like, oh, this person can hang or that person can hang. It's like, what are you talking about? Nobody could hang. Like, we were all so lightweight. Yeah. I mean, we were basically, like, barely 100 pounds, you know? Like, that's, we were so small. Right. That's what I'm curious about. Because now, like, my day and age, like, you know, I'm oh. nearing... 
I'm nearly 200 pounds, you know, so oh. I can hold something. Oh, oh, you're a little yoke now, huh? <laughs> Compared to when I was a kid, hell yeah. You've, you've been eating your, your chorizo with huevo, huh? <laughs> I mean, my spinach. Yeah, <laughs> like <the> Popeye. <laughs> Popeye. <laughs> the gains. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's what I wonder, like, because I think in high school, I was probably around like 130, 120-ish, mm-hmm. and I wasn't the skinniest kid there either. Yeah. You know, there were a lot of other skinny kids, and you sort of see i mean i can sort of think about like you know who was getting really fucked up and who kind of wasn't and stuff yeah. but everyone at that age even if you know you're you're way more you're you're bigger like you're you're not used to that thing yeah yeah and i mean i think what was funny too is like i think what high school parties consisted of the most wasn't getting shit faced it was mostly just pretending like Pretending you know, what? That they worship face. Okay. <laughs> you know, like I think some kids were genuinely oh. like really scared to like drink. Yeah. So they like take some empty bottle, just hold it in their hand and just kind of like, yeah, I'm here. I'm doing nice. it. I'm doing this thing. I'm drinking. Yeah. You know, like. Isn't that interesting? Just for yeah. the fucking, even back then, just for the looks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always what it's about. It's what other people are saying about you, you know, like you want to appear to be part of the, the cool person group, the popular kids, like you're with the shits. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think <laughs> you're with the shit. <laughs> yeah. You're with the shit, you know, like I think at some point it probably came down to that for me as well, but eventually I just stopped caring once I realized like, Oh, like this is actually kind of fun, you know? Yeah. But I think originally it's probably something along those lines of like, Oh, like I watched the hangover or I watched super bad or I watched like, you know, other, purposely like aimed movies for young kids or young mm-hmm. teenagers to watch where you think oh shit this is what i'm supposed to do like oh project x type of shit like hey, hey that movie's dope <laughs> burn, yeah hell yeah it's dope it's like burn down the whole fucking neighborhood kind of yeah. shit you know like and everybody hypes it up like oh this is gonna be that for us and our high school experiences and then you get there and it's like there's parents fucking upstairs like hey keep it down we said you could have 20 kids over like that's too many oh shit there were parents there yeah i mean there's instances where that would happen i mean think about it if you're a kid and you want to have a party you go to your parents like hey like i want to have a party and like they already know what it is you know what i just thought like the people who had parties at their houses like their parents were just kind of neglecting them you know like they Mm. just they were out for business or whatever it was out for work and then you know it's like oh my parents aren't here for the weekend you know kind of in the movies like my parents aren't here for the weekend let's party it up yeah i think that would happen with like probably like the richer households i noticed um but like say like within like the parties that were based around kids that were hispanic like i think the parents would be there drinking with the kids you know (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah. Like, they were kind of, like, hyped up, too, you know? Like, oh, shit. Like, ah, mira, mira, Pablito, you know? Like, se está tomando su primera cerveza. Mira, 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 agarra la tequila. No, no, mira, mijo, mira, se toma así, you know? Yeah. Um, so, there's different, like, cultures and different things that come alive in these parties. Um, and, and what sort of, like, just out of my peers, personal curiosity, because I'm, I'm telling you, I went to, like, one party in high school, and that was for prom. <laughs> like oh. The last day. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The last opportunity I had for that. For that. Um, mm-hmm. What were you guys, like, drinking? I'm just curious about that. Like, like hard alcohol or, like, beer? Well, I, from my first experiences, it was beer. Like, Coronas. Okay. Um, I mean, mostly that's kind of all we could get our hands on because if we were going to throw a party at one of our friend's houses or somebody that we knew, most likely they would have beer in the fridge, not bottles, you know? So right. that's kind of the first go-to. Um, and then usually once kids started becoming like with the shits, you know, and they could get their connections, it, you'd end, <laughs> what you'd end up seeing at the parties was like girls would buy like their seltzers or flavored vodka, you know? Yeah. But it would be like maybe like 
two sips out of it and you'd still see it like somewhere in the kitchen at the end of the night because nobody would want to drink it. Yeah. Um, and then towards like the end of senior year or senior year, lots of the tequila, lots and lots of it. You know, like <laughs> tequila, mezcal, even the cheap shit, you know, like Safeway uh, type shit. That's Mirna, that's Mirna shit. Uh, that's Mirna like, vodka. I mean, like even like, I think it was called like Swasa or some shit. Like, it was it was gross. Uh, like oh, just really yeah. gross shit. Yeah, like no, shit you would never drink. That Costco ever. Kirkland shit. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> want to bring that shit to your friends' parties. Like nowadays, <laughs> hell no. What the fuck? That's embarrassing. You show <laughs> with a Centenario or something. Don't disrespect know? them like that, huh? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, like it's just like really cheap stuff. Yeah. The kind of shit like bars would do where like they buy the cheap shit and they fill up the premier bottle with that stuff, you know, to make yeah. it like that kind of shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's That's kind of a, li- a bit different from like my experience of like college parties because those yeah, were like, those were different. Those were like, like everyone walked in with like a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Which was fucking the, the craziest thing to me because I, I only threw a party once. Mm-hmm. like my senior year or junior year or something like that and the next day right we were sort of cleaning up and stuff and i think i told you this like i was genuinely surprised like there were so many bottles there yeah. and i'm not just talking about like beers or stuff like that i mean talking like like what you're saying like tequila vodka like crown royale i'm just like holy fuck i mean there were a decent amount of people there but to drink that much alcohol, I was like, I feel like that's enough for like everyone here to get alcohol poisoning. Yep. yep. And one girl did, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> point proven. <laughs> one girl did when the when the cops got there. Um, it was pretty funny. She was like laying like so, so you know like when the cops get there, you kind of like all right, well, you know everyone get out of the house, mm-hmm. and it's it's super easy when you just go to a party, right? You just yeah. leave like all right, deuces, I'm out. That was different because I'm like, oh fuck. This is like our house. <laughs> yeah, we have to stay here. <laughs> like this is, this, yeah, I have to stay here type of thing. Yeah. And so we were like telling people to like, you know, get out and stuff. And there was this girl who was hella fucked up and she was in the backyard. Mm. And we were like, dude, you need to shut up because like they need, to, <laughs> they need to know that there's no one here. Right. <laughs> so they can like leave and stuff. Yeah, leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's like, oh my God, where's my contact? No, dude, she was talking about how soft the grass was and shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the grass is so soft and she had her face like on the grass and there was full of mud and shit i was like i, I don't know what kind of alcohol she drank <laughs> i have no idea dude. i don't and think it that was, was alcohol bro it was honestly i mean not to kind of be a dick but i was kind of thinking like all right dude like you need to leave type of thing but she was a friend of a girl who i was talking to at the time so i was like uh, ah fine so i, I kind of like it's like yeah. if you if if you want the you want to make it happen that <laughs> night. You got to kind of put up with it, You got to kind of put up. And thankfully, like, my, my roommates or my housemates were there, too, kind of telling her to shut up. But to accommodate to the Sure situation. enough, though, eventually, like, she was just super loud. And yeah, I think a cop came in through, like, the side door or whatever. And then, yeah, sure enough, like, they just, they brought in, like, a, what's that little thing? The little wheel cart? Oh, the, the uh, like, for ambulances? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No mames. So the ambulance came, and then they, they put her on that shit because she couldn't... The thing they say, she couldn't stand. I think she just fucking didn't want to. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, it's, like, the type of drunk some people get that, like, they don't want to do anything. Mm. They just become very sloppy. Yeah. And yeah. so, well, you know, whatever the reason was, I mean, they brought in the stretcher. That's what it's called. The oh, stretcher. Yeah, yeah. And they put her on that, and they Damn, took her... And then, sure enough, like, the cop, you know, talks about, like, oh, you know, this is, like, your responsibility, like, if something happens to her and, you know, this thing and that thing. And, like, as I'm hearing this, right, I'm, like, 
I see what you mean, but like, did someone force this alcohol down her throat? No, nah, like no. no. You know I mean, maybe, like maybe you can make that argument for like a high school type of situation, but not for right. college. Right. And that, that, that was my like main issue is like, we're all adults. Like, yeah, yeah. we're college students. Young and, adults. Yeah. Young adults. Like we're college students. Yeah. We're still dumb and stuff, but like we're all adults at that point. I think I was like 22, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, like I know what you mean, but I'm not responsible for this. Like I didn't yeah. eat, I didn't buy her the alcohol. I didn't even give her alcohol to drink. I don't even know this girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and here we are sort of like almost being lectured. And we're just like, yeah, yeah. Just like nodding along. Like as just shit like, face. Just like leave, dude. Like leave. <laughs> <laughs> like leave. And then sure enough, like the next day we got like a a notice or something, like a warning yeah. from whatever the city. And Oh, really? The city? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And it was honestly kind of a proud moment. I was like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> it was the only party literally we had talked about throwing that party for like the whole year that we were sort of living there and we're like yeah we're just gonna get one of these dude because for sure once yeah. you do it like you're you not. don't want to do another one yeah, yeah you know yeah. then you're gonna start paying fees and sure enough the thing said like oh if you get called for a noise complaint again like we're gonna charge you five hundred dollars or so on and so forth and just like yeah as a one one and done type of thing Damn. and so that's how they get you huh that's how they get you they're um they're fun. They're fun, but also, they get hot. Yeah, they get really fucking hot. Cause some people be cheap with like not wanting to put on the AC and shit. Just like, oh, I thought you meant hot as in like they get like oh that like, too cops attention and shit. They get hot with like yeah sexual tension, but like they get literally fucking hot. Like, cue the uh, Nelly. It's, like, it's getting hot in <laughs> here. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. And what like one of the ones that we literally went to, it felt like we were in a fucking sauna. And we're just like ugh. Who wants to be here? That's so gross. But then we still stayed for like two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, I who guess would want to be here? Go, 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 go. Us. <laughs> yeah. So it's an it's an acquired taste. I think for sure now that I'm kind of older, I'm like, I mentioned to you, like there was a party like right across from my street today or yes, last night. Yeah, you had the binoculars. And I was, I was <laughs> hearing them and part of me was like, huh, should I go? Should I not go? But then also part of me was like, huh. I don't know if I'm still into like house parties per se. Yeah. Like I still want to party, you know, but I'm thinking more like raves, clubs, that whole sort of stuff. I don't yeah. know if I want to. On a different level. Be in a stinky ass house. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> With dumb ass people. Here, here's a little trivia question. All right. What do you think is the worst place to be at a house party? What do, what do you mean? What's the worst place to be at a house party? <laughs> in the middle of the fucking mosh pit? <laughs> no. Where? Try again. Oh, this is, this is a correct answer to yes. this? According to you? Yes. Oh, my God. The worst place to be in a party. Drum roll. The bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Dude, yes. There's been so many times when I've been at a, at a bathroom and you're like, because, I mean, you know, guys, we can be like filthy animals and just go in the backyard. But it's like, oh, I'll be respectful. Yeah. And then you get to the bathroom and you're like, holy shit, this place smells horrible. Oh, the bathroom itself? Yeah. That I was haven't like, experienced that. That's one thing that I, I'm happy it doesn't happen anymore because I don't go to those you know high school mm. uh, parties or whatever because everybody would be so lightweight that it's like the the, the alcohol would literally flow right through their body. Like, oh. So either they puked it out, they you know came out one of the other ends, but <laughs> it just like it it infiltrated the bathroom like it just smelled so bad. Like you could get a whiff of the alcohol with along other smells, you know. It just it was <laughs> with bad. the long, uh, yeah, the it, other stuff. You know, I, I, it was bad, man. It, it wasn't the same for college parties. Honestly, there weren't 
the worst thing is like there was mud in there just because like you know oh. they would open up the backyard type of thing yeah people stepping in and out yeah that was that would be like the worst thing like that but i've never really i mean i'm sure someone like vomited in like the parties that i went to but <laughs> when i walked in there i never really thought like oh yeah this place is disgusting yeah it's kind of like you just have to hurry up because people will be knocking on that fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because there's always... That was the one thing. Like there's, yeah. And I'm sure it was the same for, like, you know, high school parties and stuff. But, like, there was always someone knocking on that door. I'm like, yeah. bro, you just saw me walk in two seconds ago yeah. and you're already fucking knocking. But they're drunk, right? So, like, yeah. the the... The idea of time kind of slips by you, and you think it's been like they've been in there for twenty minutes. Like, yeah. no, bitch, I just got in here. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta the, chill out. The worst thing too is like when you're like, you know, you're a guy, and you're like, fuck, I really gotta go, and you're like, is there a line? You're like walking around, and you like get to the hallway, you're like, fuck, there's a line. Like, all right, whatever. And you're just like waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. Maybe chopping it up with the other people in line, you know. And then all of a sudden the door opens, and it's like two or three girls come out. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and you know they were just touching up their makeup. Touching up their makeup or taking selfies or some shit. You're like, oh, bro, 100%. what the fuck? And they're yeah. like, as they're like walking out down the hallway, they're like giggling. Like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's like, no, bitch, don't be sorry. Like, fucking <laughs> don't use a fucking bathroom for selfies next time. Like, there's yeah. freaking like four people like holding their pants, you know? Like, come on, man. No shade to the girls out there. But yeah, nah, yeah. yeah. go to the bathroom. Take care of your business. Get out, because people got to pee. I mean, like, imagine how weird it would be if you see two dudes or three dudes coming out of the bathroom, oh too. My. Like, laughing, too. Like, ha, 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 ha. You know, like, what, bro? Like, what, what are you guys doing there? You be, know? Ooh, okay, all right. You know? They're getting it on in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. That's the only possible reason. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Like, keep it, keep it simple. One person to the restroom. Do your thing. Move on. Because if it's at a house party, like, everybody's got to go at some point. And you don't want to be the one that's holding up the whole line. You know? Yeah, I did that once. <laughs> oh my god! Because I was I was there with with a friend and um, yeah. Were you like flexing? You're like, wait, hold up, bro. Let me get this selfie real quick. I gotta post this one on the gram. No, it was a girl. Oh, <laughs> oh. But um, I, I felt bad because, like I said, like I still even at that point, I'm like, oh, I was always of the idea of like, because I had waited right in bathrooms, and so I was yeah. like, get out, you know. But then we're just. I'm just like, all right, I felt bad. Damn, Juan went from Juan San to Juan Querendon. <laughs> Yo, papa. <laughs> the fuck does that mean, Querendon? Juan Querendon, it was a telenovela. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a uh, Spanish soap opera for those that don't speak Spanish. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty pretty famous, Juan Querendon. Yeah. Look it up. I'm not, well, like, I'm, you know, when we're not doing this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, um, right. yeah, I mean, that's that's parting in a nutshell, really. But it was funny to me as well. Um, when I was kind of done with my whole parting phase, you were basically getting right into it, but on a whole another level because you can only do so much in like high school parties. Like, let's be honest. Right. Um, and that phase was kind of dying out for me. But then here was Juan like hitting me up, like, yeah, dude, like we just went to this party this other weekend. I'm like, damn, bro, like that's fun. And like I'm like looking like, kind of wish I was there, but I'm also kind of like. Good thing I'm not, though, because I don't think I'd be able to handle myself, you know? I invited you for four years straight. Like, hey, come through. That's right. That's right. Because uh, Halloween is my favorite holiday because of parties. Yeah. And I invited you a few of those, but... You're right. You did. You didn't slide through. I remember. I think I told you, like, two two times. Like, yeah, dude, next year. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> that year never came by. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it, what the reason was that I didn't come out, but I'm, like, low-key, like, happy that I didn't, though, just because... Of where alcohol took me, I'm like, yeah, probably be for the best, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's important to to make a note of like when you're partying, 
to not drink in excess or not do whatever you're doing in excess because there's always consequences, you know, whether it's legal or just, you know, your own body. Um, so, you know, be considerate of yourself, be considerate of others. You don't want to be puking in nobody's sink, man. Like, you know, act right. Um, you know, and that goes for the guys and the girls, the ladies and the gentlemen. And with that being said, we also want to talk about etiquette, but not just any etiquette, proper etiquette. Party etiquette. Proper <laughs> etiquette. <laughs> You're still in the party. You're still like, tss, 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 no, tss. because I think it carries over. You know, when you think about etiquette, it's something that, at least the way I see it, extends towards like a bunch of different things. Like think about like even in that moment when I was like mm. in that bathroom and I was like taking hella long, I was like, I was thinking in the back of my mind, like, fuck, like other people need to get in here. There might be somebody out there shitting their pants. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> it may be true. Yeah. Someone's got the shits, bro. You don't know what they ate before they drank yeah. or if they ate. You know? Ooh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Even more lightweight. So the, to me, that etiquette is just like a general sense of like, you know, realizing that there are other people on this earth yeah. that exist and that are trying to do something or accomplish other things. Trying to get down and dirty too. <laughs> it's not just you, Juan. <laughs> That's probably, probably likely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. When it comes to parties, there is a certain etiquette. Now, naturally, when you're at a party, whatever age you may be, it's only natural that there's going to be some flirting going on, some macking, you know. <laughs> Especially if you save your outfit for that weekend, you know, you dressed up nicely, ooh, you sprayed on some cologne. It's probably just some Axe body spray that you just, got from Rite Aid. Yeah. But <laughs> hey, you're feeling good. You're looking good. Maybe you went to the gym that week. You got the pump in, you know. Tip, tip, tip for the guys. Go light on the cologne. Yeah, yeah. Go a little bit lighter. You don't want to be like bombarding everybody when you get there. Yeah. Making like the whole place smell like a fragrance store. <laughs> but you feel good, right? For the ladies, you know, you put on your heels, your nice little dress or, you know, whatever outfit you got. Them crop tops. Crop tops. You know, you're matching a... Uh, bag i don't i don't know i don't know like you know seeing, you just your, got, seeing your face trying to figure out that like, oh, <laughs> what, what do they wear yeah. was fucking you're basically good. all dolled up right sure you know you're with the girls it's the boys night out the girls night out you're out there you're doing your thing yeah now like i said there's gonna be some flirting going on there's gonna be some some temptations out there, you know, like, oh, damn, like, that's the one girl I've had a crush on for, like, this whole year, or, oh, that's the guy that I think is hella cute, right? There's a certain way to go about things, right? Now, it's difficult to take rejection, especially when you're under the influence of something, but it's something that we should note, that if a guy or if a girl is asked out or is, you know, being flirted with, but they say no, that means no. You don't continue going on. You don't go out of your way to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Come on, please. Come on, come on. You know, like, no. No is no. That's when you take a step back. As a guy, you become a gentleman about it. And, I mean, if you feel like you've you've uh, maybe gone out of your way a bit too much, like you apologize, like, oh, my bad, I didn't realize. Or if they have a girl or a boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, whatever, like, oh, my bad, I didn't realize, you know. But you just... Act like a gentleman, you take a step back, and you move on. You enjoy the rest of your night. As a lady, you know, you get asked out or you ask out some guy. They got a boyfriend, girlfriend, or they're just not interested. You know, you take the rejection, you take it as what it is, and you move on. You know, you don't keep begging, you don't keep trying. Um, and that just kind of goes with the general party etiquette, right? Because when everybody's under the influence, 
people tend to act a little bit differently, you know? <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah, it's like your your personality becomes enhanced. Maybe the side of you that you don't usually show comes out to play. And, of course, you know, when you're in the under the influence, you just want to have fun, you want to have a good time. But you should do that, but not at the cost of somebody else's good time or somebody else's well-being, right? And now... If you're a guy or if you're a girl and you see something like that being done, in a sense, it's also part of your responsibility to step in like, hey, man, he said no. Or, hey, man, she said no. Like, I think you should leave him alone. Even if it's not somebody you know, because you might be the one person that's keeping that from becoming into like a potential argument or a fight or who knows what, you know. Um, now, we didn't really see this too much in high school. Um because we came from a very small town, but I'm assuming once you got to college, you know, that's something that's a lot more, uh, has a lot more potential of happening because there's so many kids from so many different places and you get this kind of like sensation of like, oh, nobody really knows me here. Like I could do whatever I want and they won't ever know, right? Right. Um, so there's a certain etiquette that you should follow to be classy, be a gentleman, be a lady and not fall into, you know, one of those assholes that like force somebody or is being just really weird, you know, and making other people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I'm a bit more blunt, but I just stop being a piece of shit. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> if yeah. you're, if you're doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. But the etiquette thing is an important thing because you say like about rejection, rejection is sort of like the simplest, like, okay, no means no, that whole sort of stuff. Yeah. But I think you're like dumb and also probably pretty fucked up if you can't tell certain hints about people. Right. You know, if you're like hitting on someone and they're like not really paying attention to you and they're looking to uh, somewhere else, you know, find, trying to find their friends, it's like, all right, you don't need a no for that. No. Like, they're just not interested. Whoever that is, yeah. they're just not interested in you. And that's the end of the story type of thing. Yeah. And the thing is, like, people act at, that, that's always sort of weird to me is because you act like that's the one person in the entire room. Mm-hmm. It's like, move on. Yeah. If someone says no, like, hey, you know what? There's someone, there's some other person that's waiting for you to ask them to dance. Yeah. There's always someone else out there. And so I've never understood the obsession of like someone says no and it's like, oh, well, now I want you even more because you said no. Yeah. And it's like, just fucking take a hint. Um, in college, it was, it was, it wasn't bad. I never really saw anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, at least the parties that I went to, like everyone sort of went with their own sort of clique, like their own really you know, their own group, and usually, right, there's one or two people who are really fucked up and are yeah. usually the ones that do the stupidest things, and there are two or three other people that are like feeling good but still, you know, there. Mm-hmm. And I was at least always the one that was like still usually there. And this one incident with my friend was like too persistent, you know, and we were like. Tell him, and it was a similar situation where, like, it was a girl who he had a crush on uh, yeah. for a couple of years, and actually probably for like a year or something like that. And it was kind of like weird because we would joke with him about it, and you know, it was kind of like a funny thing. And she talked to him, right? Like, they were friends. We were all sort of friends, but he wanted sort of like more than a friendship, okay? Right? And this all sort of reached the climax in one party where. Like, she said no again to, like, him dancing, and he kind of, like, snapped. And then that's when me and my friend yeah. were, like, 
you're a fucking idiot. Like, we literally, like, almost sprinted to him because he started, like, hella cussing. And, and that's when you talk about, like, alcohol brings out certain things from you. Yeah. Things that, like, are definitely you or things that maybe aren't you. It just intensifies your personality. Yeah, exactly. And so it was, like, a whole thing. And, and me and my friend, like, went to get him. And we just, like you said, it was, like, we knew that he wasn't going to do it in that moment, but we just started apologizing to, like, everyone, to the yeah. girl. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And then to, like, the fucking people who were partying because, like, they stopped the music because of this guy. And they were oh, just like... Oh, fuck. And just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so fucking sorry. And, you know, it wasn't like he's a bad guy. It was just like, yeah, he's had too much to drink and... It's one of those situations. Can't really, you know, take a hint type yeah. of thing. Yeah. And so that was in a situation where, like, yeah, we're talking about etiquette, like you yourself, but also take responsibility for your friends. I mean, they're your fucking friends for a reason. Yeah. If they yeah. fuck up, then you know what? You're also there fucking up with them. You got to step up to because, a Because, right? I mean, we said it, like you're the average of the five people that are closest to you. Right. right? And if your best friend is out there, you know, screaming at a girl because of something, and it's like, all right, that reflects badly on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you have to step in, not just for them, but for yourself and for the person as well who is kind of you know, taking all this shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so, you know, he apologized, all that shit happened, you know, it was fine. But definitely, you know, take responsibility mainly is what I call it. I mean, it's etiquette, mm. sure. But to me, it's just like, be fucking responsible. Like, if you're a guy, yeah. like, be a fucking man. Yeah. You know, take responsibility for that shit. If you're a girl, chill out. Because I've seen, you know, girls where that's happened. And it's a different thing because guys will tend to be more persistent when they say, like no when a girl says no mm-hmm. but when a guy says no that i've seen to a girl they'll start like tripping out like oh i'm not good enough for you like this thing that they'll drink like, on them or something bruh and then it's funny because like i said i've always been that person that's been like a slight you know bit under everyone else for that same reason because i've wanted to stay in a sense responsible mm. so it's been funny because when that's happened to me or to one of my friends then her girlfriends come to get him. Then I, I always identify like, oh, you're like me, but in your you're like you're like yeah. the bench warmers. You're just kind of looking at the whole game because she immediately comes and starts apologizing. I'm like, you know, what? it's fine. Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Like, I, I've I've been in that situation before. Yeah, I know what you're dealing with. We know what's going on. People just be dumb. You know, here's my number. <laughs> <laughs> I did do that once. Yeah, cool. slides through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, it's just honestly to me. Being responsible is what it's all about. Yeah, just maintaining that composure. Um, yeah, I mean, I have one example, too, when I remember um, there was, like, a phase that I went through when I was going through a lot of bailes and stuff, you know, like dances. Um, but, you know. <laughs> las pachangas. Yeah, las, las parrandas, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. I love to dance. And so I was uh, at one of them, and there was a guy who had some issues with like asking a girl out to dance he wasn't as confident um i think he knew how to dance i'm not sure was he chunky uh not chunky but not slim you okay. know um and so i gave him some pointers i was like hey man just do this just do that like don't worry man just you know get yourself a drink loosen up a little bit have some fun and i'm like on the dance floor and i look over and it's like this chick is like literally like like you could tell she's yelling and now that's hard to like notice when you're at a, a dance because the music is so loud. But I just like looked over and her expression and the way like her body movement uh, 
was uh, moving and all that, I was like, oh, this is not good. And I'm like, hey, uh, one second, like, uh, can I dance with you like the next uh, song? One second, I have to go get my friend. I'm really sorry. And I'm like rushing over and I'm like trying not to make it look bad either, you know, because you don't want to like run to the scene. Yeah. Because the security guards, like, that's the first thing to look for. Like, who the fuck is running? Like, why are you running? Uh, so I'm like fast walking, like shuffling, you know, through the dance floor, like looking like I'm doing my own dance, you know, like, <laughs> you know. And then I get there. And uh, my friend is kind of <laughs> like cussing her out. He's like, ah, I don't give a fuck. This and that. I'm like, oh, okay. And I just kind of like literally went right in the center. I put my, my arm around him, kind of like forcing him to like take a step back. And uh, I gave him like a little like kind of like push, you know, like just, just step away, you know, just walk away. And I was like, hey, what's going on? And whatever. And I honestly could not even understand her because I think she was pretty shit faced too. Um, Wait, or, so this was your friend? Yes. Not just a random person that you... No, no, no. Met. Yeah, it's like, it's like a friend. So maybe, oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. Um, and uh, and she's like talking or whatever. And I couldn't quite understand what she was complaining about. But it, it, it came to my attention that basically my friend had done something wrong. So I was like, hey, man, like, uh, he's a good guy. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I, I don't really know what happened. Like, let me get you a drink, though. Like, it's cool. Like, don't worry about it. Like, like we're good. You know, like, I apologize. I apologize for my friend. And uh, let me just get you a drink. Got her a drink. And then as soon as I got her a drink, she's like... Yeah, okay. Well, what's your name? And I was like, well, well that's that's where we stop this. You know? uh, yeah. And uh, and I was just like, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. Enjoy your drink. Cheers. You know, and like I just like walked away. I was like, God damn, you know, and like <laughs> the fucking audacity. Yeah, I got really what's nervous because I was like, I didn't want like anybody else to see and then just blow out of proportion, you know, Yeah. because all you need is like one other guy to see it that might be feeling like the this is his moment to shine. And he fucking comes over here with like, you know, like Popeye, you know, it's going to be the macho man. Yeah, and then, you know, all of a sudden it's like a huge-ass, like, fight for no reason. Because oh, that's right. kind of how it tends to be at those bailes. It's like the guys are always fighting over a girl, and the girl could give two shits. Like, she's just kind of, yeah. like, flattered, honestly, that they're fighting over her, but she could not give two shits. She's probably going to go with the third guy, you know? Yeah. I'm just talking about, like, who's going to dance with her, you know? Yeah. I did that in that party. That's That was maybe a mistake because we, we, we didn't run, but we really moved quickly towards him. Too, too aggressively, yeah. He was, uh, yeah. Just because uh, it, it, it's like you're at a party, everybody's vibing, and all of a sudden, like, here's, like, a, a different vibe that's now present. Like, uh, what? Like, what's going on here? You know? Yeah, it's confusing, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah. if you see, like, a group of people, like, not just a single person. Like, it's, like, one person, it's, like, whatever, like, oh, maybe they're looking for somebody that they lost or whatever. Yeah. But if it's, like, two, three dudes or two, three chicks, you're, like, whoa, what the hell? Where are they rushing, you know? Freaking hall monitors? Like, calm down, you know? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so there's a proper etiquette, and as guys, too... Um, and this, I'm not saying this to be like sexist or, you know, say like guys are, you know, better than girls or whatever, but you know, sometimes guys are the last people that can really stop, you know, some thing from, I guess, blowing that much, much more out of proportion or something unfortunate happening, you know? So if you're a guy, you know, be considerate of the young ladies around you, the nice ladies, uh, that maybe don't have the capability to stand up for themselves, especially if they're alone you know, be a classy guy, you know, ask a chick, like, hey, are you okay? Um, I know there's, like, ways that girls communicate with each other to, like, give somebody, like, a warning or something. I forgot what it was, like, something to do with their, their hands or their hair or something, you know. Their um, body movement? Their, so, um, something like that. Or, or like, yeah. or there's also, like, a thing that they do. like Body language. Yeah, like, body language. But, like, there's, like, purposely uh, uh, little things that they do. Like, say if, like, a waiter uh, is coming up to the table like, there's something that they do, you know, to, like, let the waiter know, like, hey, like, something's wrong. Like, help me or something, you know? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's little things like that. Um, now, I don't know if there's a thing that they could do that guys would recognize, but what I'm saying is at least try to ask, you know, be curious, go out of your way. You might 
go home and think like, oh, fuck, I should have said that. Like, just do it. Just be secure. Just be in the, in the known. Like, don't leave yourself with that doubt in your mind, whether that chick was okay or not. You know, who yeah. cares if it's somebody you'll never it see is, again? It is the better decision because I've, the other part of it is like someone coming in. I'm like, sometimes I get annoyed because it's like, oh, is everything all right? I'm like, everything's fine. But like at the same time, I'm like, yeah, like if it were something that weren't be fine, like that would be helpful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like worst case scenario, like you just annoy some people, you know, who are actually fine and you're just budging in there. But, you know, in other cases, it's definitely necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the thing too. Like, like I always say, I'm not perfect, right? I've been on the other side of that where I've been too rowdy. I've been too loud and obnoxious or maybe I did feel uh, or maybe I did make other people feel uncomfortable. You know, I'm a hundred percent sure it's happened because I've gone that far, uh, which is a reason why I'm sober now because of that. Um, and so when there were people that would come up to me, I'd be like, nah, man, like what the fuck, dude? Like, fuck, dude, relax, man. Leave me alone. And then I'm like, for a split second, it's like uh, a spotlight is shone on me from the skies. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not fine. I'm the asshole. Like, oh, shit. You know, and then that's like, <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. You know, I've never gotten in a fight. I've never resorted to like, you know, putasos or anything like that, <laughs> which I'm very thankful for. But Same. that's that's the whole point is that when somebody checks up on you, that's literally to tell you, hey, man, chill the fuck out. Like, you're going to get your ass beat or you're going to get somebody in trouble or somebody hurt, you know? Yeah. Um. So, you know, everybody needs a little wake-up call. When you're drinking, when you're partying, you're having fun. Shit gets out of hand sometimes. You know, it happens. It happens to the best of us. But just be aware and be in the know of uh, little telltale signs that you can kind of, uh, you know, get a hint from that maybe something isn't fine and hopefully help somebody out. If they're not doing well, they're not feeling well, or they're uncomfortable or in an awkward position, situation, you know, just do it. Because if it was your relative, if it was your cousin, your sister, your loved one, you'd want to know that they were doing fine. So be considerate of others and know that that's actually somebody else's sister. That's somebody else's cousin, somebody's tia, tio, whatever you want to call it, you know? Um, and the sooner that everybody can learn how to, uh, be responsible around each other, the sooner you can have fun. You know, once the issue is flattened out, then everybody can go back to having fun. Simple as that, you know, doesn't have to be this grand thing like, Oh, the fucking fight of the century, you know? Here's this drunk bozo versus this drunk bozo. Like, you know, it's not about that. It's just about being safe and responsible. Yeah. And I think one of the most enlightening parts of partying, oddly enough, is the hangover after. Because, at least for me, like, I think you find out a lot from those hangovers. Because, I mean, everybody's had those hangovers. They suck. Yeah. Like, they really just fucking suck. Like, you're hungover you're usually throwing up you can't hold like anything like water or anything at all yeah and i know a lot of people see them oftentimes as like a slight inconvenience like oh well i'm gonna drink but i'm gonna get hungover or they're almost proud of it right i'm gonna get hungover and i'm gonna go have you know some chilaquiles some Ooh. some menudo something like that right yeah. whatever they say right? yeah palacruda, there you go um to me i don't know I mean, definitely not in college. I wasn't aware of these things in college. So just be like, I'm hungover. This sucks. Nobody talked to me. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. But like I said, once I started sort of opening more doors, like in my mind and thinking about like the things that I do, the actions that I take, the consequences, 
you know, one thing or another, which is mainly once I started getting to know myself a lot more, yeah, these hung- hangovers for me started becoming like mini ep- epiphanies because I'm someone that likes to have fun. Like I like to go out, grab a bite to eat, Juan Carendon. <laughs> grab some drinks, talk to some people, yeah. have fun, right? But the thing that I started, at least personally for me, figuring out through my hangovers was like, okay, I like to have fun to an extent because mm-hmm. then to me, like over drinking, that's when it stops. Well, that's when I stop having fun. Yeah. And the question to ask yourself is like, is that extra drink worth it? Is it is, is it, it worth? Is it worth like losing half of your next day essentially? Yeah. Of being hungover, or if it's a really bad hung- hangover, like a whole other day. Right. Right. Because let's be honest, after you're hungover, like you're really not doing much. Like you're just gonna be useless for a day. You're a cash potato. Right. If you if you had some plans, if you wanted to go on a hike, this thing, that thing, most likely you're going to cancel. Yeah. Right. And so the question that, you know, I've started sort of asking myself is like, well, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Do I need this other drink? And is it going to, you know, sort of send me past that threshold right there where you lose control. And then at that point you just start drinking like insane amount. Right. Cause you're just like an like, asshole. <laughs> Cause you're just fucking, you, you lose the common sense to stop drinking. Yeah. And so then you just start fucking drinking like an idiot. And you stuff. become too numb. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's when, right? That's when they say, like, oh, this shot tastes like water. Like, oh, oh yeah. God. That's the you're worst gone. thing you want to hear. Like, <laughs> you're fucking gone. Thing, you're, you're so fucking dumb. That's like, like, that's like the number one thing that bartenders like look for. You know, if they yeah. hear that, they're like, and guess who's cut off now? Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely done. not. Because, like, the second alcohol, I don't care who you are, taking a shot of tequila, vodka, gin, it does not taste good. No. It never tastes good. It's like you can't fucking good. you can't argument. And I know people are gonna be like, no, it tastes good, bro. It tastes good. Trying to be tough. Like, no, bro. It does not taste good. No, no. It does not taste good. So yeah, I think hangovers can be a pretty enlightening experience as much as they suck because That's funny. It's kinda like a mini rock bottom the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little wake up call. Yep. Or at least it should be. Yeah. I mean, yep. like in my own experience. Shit, I had hangover so bad it lasted a whole week, you know? God damn. Hell yeah. From dude. one day or a weekend? Like, say if I had finished drinking on a Sunday, like, fuck, maybe like Wednesday or Thursday, I'm barely coming out of it. God damn. Next thing you know, like, oh, well, it's already Friday. Well, let's get back to it, you know? Sick. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you're man. fine for two days and then you're back into it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I got into some banners, man, where I'd be, I'd be going back and forth, back and forth, like every other day or every day. Um, and the thing is, like, this is how I knew I was like a deadbeat alcoholic where I would miss work just to keep drinking or I would purposely go out of my way to not have a hangover, but just drinking another chela, you know, like that's basically like, it's like an old school remedy, like, oh, like, para la cruda, pues chingate otra chela, you know, but it's like, mm. that's basically just uh, giving uh, whatever alcohol content in your body, like more of it, which then enables you to drink more because it's like, oh, you're no longer hungover you're now just buzzed again and then you keep it going, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a quick transition. It's very, very, very quick transition. Um, and unfortunately, that's kind of what allowed me to get out of control and let the drinking get out of hand because once you remove the negative or the, um, the negative re- repercussions to drinking, once you remove that, there's no limiting. If you can't limit yourself, then nothing else will. And that's basically what caused me to kind of get out of control. Now, there were some great times, you know, sure, great memories, whatever. You like, uh, 
I guess, funny things to say at a party or something. Like, oh, yeah, I remember when this day I did that, whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. But in hindsight, um, it's not really anything that I'm proud of, you know. It's just funny experiences or just very sad experiences that happen, you know. Isn't, isn't that interesting? I mean, usually a sort of happy, funny experience, you look back and you're like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. But, like, all sort of drinking experiences, you never think, like, Oh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. Just like uh slight embarrassment and funny. Yeah. Like, all right, I guess that happened. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I have a lot of crazy stories, but at, at the end of the day, that's all they are. They're just like kind of crazy stories. Omar Querendon? No, no, no. It doesn't work that way, buddy. <laughs> no, we, there's only room for one Querendon, and that's you, bro. <laughs> um, no, nah, I mean, just like, just really pushing the limits of the shit that you can get away with, you know? Like just, yeah. you're being an asshole. You're putting other people at rest kind of shit. Um, but yeah, some of those hangovers led me to being like, oh man, I'm not going to drink again. Like I'm done. And then next weekend comes around. Hey bro. So what we doing dog? Like (laughs) I got my botas on, like what's good, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, hangovers are there for a reason, you know, if you were to try to look at life for reasoning for everything of why everything happens and you know, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Hangovers are your wake up call. If you're hungover, get some rest, get some sleep get some caldo de res, whatever, you know, recover and move on. And if you think it's worth drinking that much alcohol to get hungover, well, you're kind of putting yourself in the situation yourself. You know, you can't really blame anybody else for that. But yeah, that's kind of what I realized I hated the most is those hangovers, man. There's nothing worse than waking up the next day, especially if you ate like some terrible food that night. Oh my God. It's like the worst, man. Like you, you're like going nonstop to the toilets coming out of all holes. Like the, the odors are freaking <laughs> That's terrible. Disgusting. Yeah, man. you like, you, you don't want to be messing with that stuff. There's a reason why, you know, you got to sometimes tone it down. Um, but yeah, you know, we go back again to the same thing is maintain your composure. Act like if people are watching you at all times, like there's a spotlight on you. If you wouldn't be doing these things when your mom or your dad are looking at you or your loved ones are looking at you, why would you do that at all? Like, have some pride with who you are. That goes for guys, girls, young, old, you know, of all backgrounds, all cultures. Just act right, man. Like, don't be an asshole. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's that simple, really. And like I said, I've, I've always thought of like, not always, but recently I've thought of hangovers as like, that's when you really find out kind of who you are and what you want. Like mm. if, if partying is really sort of your thing and you're still trying to hide insecurities and go out with friends and, you know, numb yourself in a sense, yeah, you're not going to be thinking when you're hungover. You're just going to be thinking about like, oh, that was pretty cool. Let me, let me, you're thinking the very short term, like, let me cure this hangover yeah. and move on. But if you really start to think about like your hangovers and like, oh shit, I did this again. Yeah. Even though I said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to drink like that anymore. I said that last weekend. Now here the fuck I am again. And at least for me, I really value my time. So to me, like that day after where I'm not like at my 100%, I feel like, fuck me. Like I just threw away a whole fucking day of my life. Yeah. Like just like that, a whole day of my life is gone. And that to me really started like angering me. And I started regretting like, not, not regretting the night because it was a fun night. But regretting that last drink, the regretting the need to go one more drink or whatever, or yeah. one more shot. It's just like everything was literally perfect. 
up until that point, at least for me, like in my experiences, like I've had a wonderful time and then I make a stupid decision then I go, oh, one too many. And then my body's like, all right, sends in, you know, sends me into this fucking turmoil of like, oh, now drink more and then this thing and that thing. And then you wake up the next day like, fuck, I can't even drink water because right. I'm throwing up the water. I think it's just literally like a sobering effect not just physically, but also mentally to think about that and really think think about, I don't know, the power that alcohol has on you. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's an important thing. I think you've said it in a past podcast, but like once you start losing control, like, you know, that's your addicted. When I think you said when you stop drinking alcohol and it stop, starts drinking you or something like that. Yeah. It is basically, you're no longer in control of it. It's taking control over you. Yeah, exactly. And that is the problem, right? I, I still drink and I still, you know, I have a good understanding of alcohol and what it is and, you know, what it can help with and what it can also, you know, fuck up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't lie to yourself. Like, this is... You have to be honest. Yeah, this is, you know, it's a, it's an actual drug. Yeah. Right? So you have to treat it as an actual drug and not treat it as like, well, you know, I'm fine. You know, I can just keep drinking and, and I'll be fine. It's like, no... All that shit catches up to you. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, when you see these commercials for these alcoholic beverages, it says, enjoy responsibly. So yeah, if that's the only rule that there is to be purchasing and drinking alcohol and you're breaking it, I mean, you're really fucking up, you know? <laughs> like, if that's the only rule and you're fucking it up right out the gate, like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean... And I say don't be an asshole and don't drink like an asshole, you know. I have a very vulgar way of speaking, but ultimately what I'm trying to get is if you're not regarding somebody else's well-being or your own, it's a very dangerous way to be living because that's when you really get yourself into problems or other people into problems and ultimately you're really putting people at risk. Um, when I stopped, I was able to reflect as to all the stupid-ass things I had done, and I feel a lot of regret for a lot of those things that I had done, not just to myself, but others as well. Regardless of whose fault it was, who drank first, who bought it, it doesn't matter. If you're there, you're just as responsible as anybody else. Um, and now I've taken steps to become more responsible and avoid of uh, avoid ever being put in that position or putting others in that position. But for that same reason, that's why I'm here talking about it too, to help people out. You know, If they do have issues, here's a wake-up call. If you're listening to this, and it's kind of ringing some bells, and you're like, ah, nah, but I mean, I'm not that bad. You might be. Um, here's the thing. Consider it. If you're, like what we were talking about earlier about being the nuisance at a party, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I said once or twice to this chick, but she said no, and it's fine. But, you know, maybe next week and she's down. Like, uh, question yourself. You know, consider it. Consider that you might be the issue. Consider that you might be the one with the problem. Just consider it. Entertain that thought. And if you dig deeper and you realize maybe you are, well, you're on the right track. And that's where you can start taking action to changing that. Um, but, yeah, I, I got over living with those regrets, living with those hangovers, living with the blackouts. Like, oh, what happened last night? Or what happened that weekend? Or, hey, do you remember that one party like a month ago? Like, it was so funny. You did this and that. Like, oh, shit. No, I don't. Like, I got really tired of that because there was so many little blackout spots, so many little blanks in my timeline of, of history, of my memories. I was like, this is terrible. Like, I'm living my life like if I had dementia. I'm barely, like, 
in a, you know, quote unquote, the court of a lifetime. And I'm living like I'm at the last quarter of that lifetime. Like, that's ridiculous. I still have a whole life ahead of me. I'm living too fast. There's just too many things that I'm trying to do all at once, but they're all bad. They're all negative. So, you know, I had to find the counterbalance to get back on the right track. Um, so I'm not out here trying to be like a party pooper, like, yeah. oh, no, thumbs down, no partying. All partying sucks. <laughs> do your thing, man. We all got to go through our little phases. You know, for some, it dies out a lot sooner. For me, it's already died out, and I'm done with it. Uh, for others, they still venture on and, and maybe discover cool things. I don't know. Uh, all I knew or all I found was it wasn't for me. If it is for you, all we're saying is be responsible, be safe, look out for others, look out for yourself, and try to avoid getting yourself into problems that you don't want to be dealing with for the rest of your life. Um, drink responsibly. Drink appropriately. Don't ever drink. Avoid hangovers. And if you are hungover, look up some remedies. Uh, caldo de res, caldo de pollo, all that good <laughs> shit. You know, Mexican people, we got it down. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. You know, the chingas un gatore, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember back in the day, my dad told me about this one, where you get a beer and you mix it with a Coke and you chug that. And it kind of like settles your stomach. I'm like, I, I think that's just basically sticking more sugar in your stomach. But okay, yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah. This was way before I even drank. Like he's just telling me this, like in preparation for when I drank, you know, <laughs> like right. yeah, some shit just doesn't add up. But yeah, uh, be safe. And you know, I think this is a perfect episode as we're kind of getting back into reopening everything. Uh, you know, we've been dealing with this. Uh, I, I look at it as like one of the worst neighbors I have. You know, COVID because they're always knocking on your door and you don't know when it's going to hit you. You know. Yeah. Um, so we're coming out of this pandemic. We're going to be reopening real soon. It's time to get, get out, back there. out there. So keep in mind what we've said in this episode. Be considerate of others. Don't try to go ham like the first week that everything's open yeah. back up. Settle into it, you know, because you're going to drink yourself stupid, like, you know, within like two months. Ease um, into it. Yeah, ease, ease into, into it. it. Be safe. Uh, and I just wanted to share with you guys these words of wisdom. I don't think anybody's expecting this. Oh, you definitely, if you're not expecting this, you don't even know us. Then. You don't even know us. <laughs> These are the perfect words of wisdom for this episode. Our words of wisdom come to us from Miley Cyrus. The great philosopher. It's and a party in the USA. <laughs> Say that again. It's a party in the USA. Yes, sir, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Get out there, guys. Stay safe.